And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, here we are on a Wednesday. The Dow has crashed. We are suffering from pandemic fatigue. Um, but we're here with you. We're here with all of you. Uh, we're happy to be with you. And let's uh, let's try to keep a positive outlook on life. Let's try to be happy. Um, great show for you today. We're doing an electric four by four show. I have uh, uh, been traveling around Los Angeles interviewing folks. Um, uh, Robert Bollinger, Bollinger um, from Bollinger. Bollinger Motors. I call him Bollinger, but it's Bollinger. He corrected me. Um, I think. Um, he had the B1 over at Z's Hangar, and I uh, spent some time with it and talked to Robert. And also, GMC reached out, and they brought uh, the Hummer EV down to Santa Monica Airport, put it in the Barker Hangar, and I chatted with West Coast Communication Director Shauna Sichi about it. She took me around and showed me the truck, and uh, we're going to play both those interviews for you guys. Um it's really cool, though, all this stuff coming down the pipe. Um, our show today is sponsored by our friends at Hodinkee and TLG Auto in North Hollywood. We'll get to that. And uh, and I'm here with Zuckerman in Beverly Hills on a Monday uh, for what what I feel is like it's going to be an insane week. It's at the beginning of the week, Zuckerman. But you can feel it like the Dow's down a thousand points right That's now. It. You just you can tell this week before the election things are going to get gnarly, aren't they? It's, it, <laughs> I can, can feel, feel the, <laughs> I can feel the frisian in the air. It, yeah. it, there was a weird electricity. There was a weird unsettled feeling. There is misery in the air, and it was compounded by my morning Uber drive. Ferriston. What do you mean? Well, okay. I had the your seventy three. You just RS. redirected the whole show towards your Uber drive. Well, yes, because what are you doing in an Uber, anyways? I'm going to explain to you. If but you do you give feel me... safe in that? No. Why? Why? No. You... Oh, the the explain tangerine... to us why you're being so unsafe with the national resource of Zuckerman. You're not taking care of Zuckerman. I will explain to you, Ferriston. Okay. The seventy three RS is leaking gasoline oh no it smells it's a small leak where it's it's from the from the tank somewhere in the tank or the filler neck there is gas leaking a small amount it is not something that you would notice a lot of but it smells to high heaven you sure it's not the breather well i'm telling you it could be but it's leaking and i don't think it's so how do you notice this it was a, a the smell. You remember you the driving. smell at number two, yeah. and B when I parked it at the trailer park, I moved the car and I noticed a patch Ooh, of gas right small, under where the tank is. Yes, exactly. Okay. So yeah. So this That's morning I decided that I would take it over to the garage. I got to the and then I would change cars. So you decided to drive the car anyways. I had to, right? And so I drove Couldn't it. Couldn't flatbed oh, it. I drove it over to the garage because the the mechanic next door could fix it when i got to the garage ferriston as a result of the windstorm the internet is down and because the garage doors are electronic i could not get into my garages and i did not want to drive the gassy car you were having agitated this is a bad monday okay so i parked it i could get into the outer lot not just into the inner sanctum yeah so i went next door to johnny i said here's the keys it's gated in the outer lot it's leaking gas i need you to fix it 
And then I had a I call. I like that you think everybody knows who Johnny is. Well, yeah, well okay. <laughs> I gave it to a mechanic. <laughs> I'm not going to identify Johnny because he's next door to the garages, and I'm not going to say where the garages are. Anybody needs a referral to a mechanic, you can contact me. Just go. Come Zuckerman. on. We have a lot to so talk I about. So I get Uber. First of all, the Uber says it's going to be there in three minutes. And the minute I commit to it, it's nine minutes. I hate that. They fucking lie. They say that your Uber's <laughs> going to get you in three minutes, and the minute you click on it, it goes to nine. So I'm. I've cool. not had that experience, but yes. Yeah, it's, this I'm, is right in front of your hangar. Yeah, I'm cool. I my, usually have a lot of good luck there. Yeah, because it's a very high. It's a high Uber area. Yes, they're they're there everywhere, swimming like sharks. But, to, but this morning you got Mondayed. I got Mondayed, and they lie, and they and they tell you three minutes, but it turns out to be nine. And then this guy pulls up. His name is Ali. And I get in, and the car smells of garlic, onions, and vomit. It is so strong in there. Had it, I almost bailed out the minute I got in. And then garlic I, and onions is kind of attractive. Not I, if I mean, it's it like, sounds like a food cart. That's, no, 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 no. But with the we're vomit. not talking. No, it's it's from his stomach. It's not it's not attractive. Oh, when he it, was belching up odors. Yes, it's not attractive. It would be attractive on a food cart. It's not attractive when it went from the food cart into Ali's stomach and is now coming from his pores and his stomach. What was he supposed to do? Oh, okay, here's a poor man just driving a car, and he need he's trying to make a living, and he's maybe he's belching before you get in the car. Versus, is he supposed so, to air it out? You know what? If you're going to be in the service business and you're going to encounter people, then you don't you don't eat what he's eating. Okay, you're in. You're a, you're a chauffeur. What you're, is, you what have a chauffeur's exactly kind license. Of food is garlic, onion, and vomit. What is he eating? He's eating some sort. If he was Korean, I'd say it was like kimchi and throw up that was coming out of his stomach. <laughs> but I don't know what he was eating. It was so bad, oh, and he had some strange drink in a mason jar that I think contained more of this. It was and a mason jar. He had a mason jar <laughs> with a cap. The cap was halfway off, and I got in and it had and. I didn't have another 20 what minutes What if he was drinking wait. his own urine? <laughs> he could have been. That probably would have been an improvement. So I had to open the window and put yes. my head out the window like a dog. Don't you do that anyways when you get... I, I have taken an Uber of two, and I roll. I tell them to roll all the windows down, and I wear my N95. Okay, I, I'm more worried about... Yes, yes. You know, COVID I, I, kimchi. I have to tell you something. In my, in my life, the, the thing that I hate the most... Yes. Bad breath. Bad breath. I hate bad breath. Well, then the, the pandemic must be great for you because everybody has a mask. Exactly. But you could smell it through this it, guy's it was, skin. It was all over the inside of the car. He had probably, he, he had saturated the car with whatever this is. So that upset is. you more than the gas leak in the 911? Yes, the absolutely. Gas, the gas leak in the 911 would have ruined my week. No, 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 no. The gas leak is something I can deal with. That That's fixed. I was subjected to this guy's odor. And and I had no choice but to be in there. I could have bailed out, and then and then we and I was courteous to him, but he knew something was wrong, and I didn't want to say you stink. Uh, I was just, <laughs> and it was caught. Why not? Why was, not give the guy some feedback and go, hey, he had five stars. He's a platinum driver. I don't understand how. But did you give him five I, stars? I haven't in dealt interview? with it yet, but I <clears> that's you, how he get here should hear about for this. the first hour and a half at the office. I had the smell in my nostrils still. Right. It was still Which is in like my- the smelly car episode of Seinfeld. Precisely. You smell like him now. I can smell it on you right now. Yes, I feel like I can. <laughs> I feel like you could. And it's something that just it just <clears throat> made my it just has ruined so my you might, day. Must take great pleasure in the fact that in your day job you sue Uber all the time and extract money. So you can can't you have some catharsis here? 
with uh, whatever Uber lawsuit heads this oh, way. Oh, Dr. Freud. Well, I don't. Okay. He's not Uber. He's just a smelly man. And, and No, he's working for Uber. He's getting paid. He's getting fucked by Uber. That's for sure. I think it's your job to tell people those things. And I, I don't think you're wrong, by the way. And I, I think, you know, I remember being um, uh, on the set of Seinfeld, going back to that. And then Larry had a problem with people <laughs> doing that. I'm pretty sure it was Larry just like, hey, if you're going to be on the crew and you're going to be sitting on the cameras and you're going to be around us, Smell one, good. stop farting. That was it was a big concern of his. He's like, people, these crew guys are farting. <laughs> he was trying to control their flatulence. He's going to deny it, but it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you do. You're in a service uh, industry. You must kind of maintain, especially now. And I, and I smell like an ionizing thing. Do those car ionizers even oh work? Oh, God, I don't even know. I would just, I mean, if, if I had eaten garlic the night before and I was driving, I would just roll the windows down. But I probably the, wouldn't because I'm too this paranoid. This guy smelled like he had, th- he ate three onions like apples and then four or five <clears throat> cloves of whole garlic. And then, he sounds healthy. then drank a whole pint of, of scotch <laughs> and then threw it all up. And then, and so then wait, you're tri- telling me this guy. <laughs> Who could find no other position in life except Uber driver? That's right. Is kind of a fuck up. Well, you know my theory, Ferris, and What's I that? don't want to hurry th- up and give it to me. Well, no one puts their hand up in the second grade and says they want to be a, a cab driver for the rest of their life. And, and I say that with love because my grandpa Abe was a cab kinda, driver for a fifty cab driver years. Is a little more charming. I I actually thought about it. I thought it was uh, my friends in college used to be cab drivers. <clears throat> and they would, uh, we'd be coming out of bars and we'd be trying to get a cab back to the dorms and it would be our friends and they'd pick us up. It was great. My really grandf- fun memories of My them. grandfather always said I would, uh, I should do one year of driving a cab. I would learn more in one year as a cab driver yeah. than four years of college. And I like that taxi cab confessions. <clears throat> Let's talk about Hodinkee, the preeminent resource for all things watches. They've recently announced a new venture, Zuckerman. Hodinkee Insurance. I told you about it. They've created it in partnership with... Chub, chub, chub. You're chubby. Chubba dubba. The world. Hollywood loaf and a chub <laughs> in my pants, Ferris. The Hollywood loaf. Premier insurer of valuable collectibles. Odinke Insurance is a game changer in how you protect and love your watches. It was designed by watch enthusiasts for watch enthusiasts, and it makes the process of insuring your watches as simple as possible by eliminating the typical pain points that can make insurance such a headache. How is that, Zuckerman? Excellent. You're not calling anybody. You're not doing anything. You download this app. I did it with them. It was great. And then you take a picture of your watch. It's insured. You you don't want to insure it next month? You want to insure it. You put your insurance on another watch. It's awesome. Signing up just takes a few minutes, and in most cases, you can instantly protect your watches with comprehensive insurance backed by two of the most trusted names in their industries. That's Hodinkian. Chope. In most cases, you won't need independent appraisals or sales receipts, and you won't even have to speak with an agent to get your quote, depending on the value of the watch. A few additional questions on protection may be asked with Hodinkee Insurance. There are no deductibles, and you receive full worldwide coverage with appreciation protection. You know what appreciation protection is? Yeah. You are covered up to 150% of each watch's value up to the policy limit because watches go up in value and then you have to keep going back and re... You know what I'm saying, Zuckerman? You buy something for 50, suddenly it's worth 75. You're instantly and already protected. You don't have to redo it. Hodinkee Insurance is available to U.S. residents in all 50 states. Even you, Georgia... 
Visit Hodinky.com forward slash insurance or download the Hodinky app. I have the Hodinky app. I like it because I get all my news. I can shop for watches and the rest of it. Wherever you get your apps, get the get the app, the Hodinky app, and you can you'll see a little button there, insure, and boom, you're done. Have a nice vacation. Your watch is insured. Yeah. I uh, I was so excited to watch Borat. <laughs> and uh, I, I hope you watched. Did you watch did. it too? It was, a, it was a Friday, Friday night, night event for all of us. But I, you know, it's weird. It's as funny as it was. I felt really depressed at the end of it for a couple of reasons. And I thought about you a lot, Zucker. Maybe the, in the beginning when they had the running of the Jews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the big Jew chasing people down the street. Was that entertaining to you? Did always. That, that always. I you? love that. <laughs> did it make here? Here, you know. I, I think Sasha Baron Cohen, first of all, is just brilliant. The guy executes on a level that no other comic can Agreed. execute. Uh, the way he's able to shoot these things in secret and suddenly just release them, it's so impressive. He, he, the problems I'm kind of having where the world has kind of changed around Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. One, my stress levels when I sit down to watch a movie on a Friday night are already pinned, right? The world is already kind of messed up. And I need to be taken away. And this was pushing me. <laughs> it was pushing me into past 100. Like, you know, when the, there's the father and daughter dance scene. Yes. And it, <clears throat> hugely funny. And uh, I cringy. can't believe they cringy and they execute it. And, you know, there are all these nice southern folks there. And a father and daughter dance. And he comes on with his fake daughter. And she's, uh, it's that time of the month for her. And they're dancing while she's bleeding. Right. Normally, if I'm in a relaxed state, I'm going to go, holy shit, amazing. But this was – I did you did you feel that? when See, it's just like, do I really want to feel this anxious? The second part, which is more interesting to me, is I was really depressed at how – you know, when you put a light on America right now, how, how kind of horrible America is. <laughs> it was the first time, I think, ever that I felt genuine embarrassment for my country. Did you feel that? Yes, Ferrison, because 14 years ago when he did the first Borat, yes. it was so unexpected. It was so, it's something that we hadn't seen before. Yes. This, you know, naive, this naif comes to America. And the level of our sins back then, it's, you know, it, it see, it, we look back, it seems much simpler and, and much less... Um, cancerous more benign yeah, yeah and when he comes back 14 years later he's older the tropes are a little bit older and the horror of what we are is so much worse that it's like he had to pull this character out to snap us with a towel yeah. and say look how bad you've become and the humor uh it's not that funny it's it's funny but as you said not that funny no it's because horrifying. it's too real it's we're the ones being made fun of and it's it's accurate there were you know and again, it's a brilliant piece of work, and I'm not trying to denigrate it, and you should all watch it. And Sasha is an amazing guy, and a it's true not talent. that. It's, I'm just saying, for me, watching it, it was not enjoyable as much. I mean, there were some seriously hard laughs in there where I was like, good Lord, I can't believe this guy pulled this off. But overall, when it ended, I felt really depressed <laughs> about, he, about the state of what was going he on. He was not exposing <clears throat> something 
as much as as confirming something yes. there were but there were moments that that were also hopeful you know there were the two kind of hillbilly hick guys i don't know where they were in georgia who kind of take them in you know there were there were kind that was that was here are the two moments let, let me just get them out the, the republican ladies club uh, where the the maniac daughter gets up in front and says has some kind of maniac speech. The ladies were very polite to her with respect to what she was doing there. I thought they they were you know even though I don't believe anything these people believe and what they're doing they they looked like nice folks you know what I mean and I found that moment hopeful and 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 the two guys in of Georgia. Course. Whether that was a prearranged or not, they take Sasha Baron Cohen Borat in and they let him hang with them. Those guys, you know, they're there with their dumbass computer hearing stories that Democrats are pedophiles and stuff. That was depressing for me to see. It's just, uh, but still, they seemed like decent guys who were Whose just minds were poisoned. Who were just victims of an information war, right? But good people, good Americans. Yes, took him in, right? Good American people. Hospitality. Yes, and and so. You know, it's weird. A comedy like this, where I expected I'm just going to laugh for an hour and a half, it affected me in a different way. It left me kind of hopeful that <clears throat> maybe soon, as, as early as next week, we can end this bullshit. We can just disagree with each other about stuff. We can end the, hopefully, the, the fake news information wars that whoever's waging on us and propaganda wars and start to come together as a country. I'm hopeful. That... It, it, that was the weird effect this movie had on me that, you know, there, I think people are in general pretty nice in the United States and we should all be a little kinder to each other. Yeah. Your thoughts, Zuckerman. I, well, I, agree. I mean, then that's just not what I expected Borat to do for me. <laughs> well, I, yes, I, I'm, I, I feel maybe it's just today. I feel very pessimistic. I it's found a bad the, day. Yeah, it's a bad I found day. the movie as much as he tried to make it. It was the first one was more hopeful. I'm more pessimistic from this. And I recognize, yes, the Republican ladies were kind of nice, although they were a little snooty. They were a little snooty, but they, but treat, they, they were polite. They to were her polite they, in the they face of her it. in until, until they had to get her to leave. They brought her in, and I really did like the two hillbillies, and they cared. <laughs> and, they wanted her. They wanted. They wanted the daughter to reunite with her yes. dad and 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 be with him. They seemed to have heart. If it, if that was a real thing, they were good guys whose minds were poisoned. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the. But it, then you you know then they go to this rally where he's performing, and there's just guys standing with AR-15s, and you just go, "What the hell is going on here?" Right. How and do they feel? That, you know, and and. and I, I'm a gun owner. I have a gun, but I don't do. Sh I, I don't want to go walking around and be all fatigued out and be walking around to public places that concerts with an AR-15. Well, you know why he does <laughs> like, that because he, he's been convinced he's under a state of siege. Right, he's been yeah. convinced that he's at war. He's like that kid that. But goes, that's the depressing part. Yes, that someone what, has been radicalized like this to that point where they're going to a little concert and they've got to bring an AR-15. That's, that's, that, what, that's what got me depressed. I forgot that I had talked to Matt Rannick about A Man in His Car. You, yep. know, you know, the book A Man in His Car, and you were kind enough to uh, allow him to photograph my Dunkelblau 66. And, and he must have recorded me. Uh, I don't remember talking to him, but it was... Here's what happened. He was in the hangar, the car was there, and I called you, and you said, yeah, let's do it. And, and then 
I had said at the, at, I said I like being in those old cars because it takes me back to the bipolar world of the U.S. versus the USSR. Yes, we were all going to yeah. perish in a nuclear holocaust, but everything was so simple. It was just us and them. There right. was something. I, you look back, and yeah, at the time it was like, oh God, these Russians are going to take over the world. We're going to get bombed. Uh, where we whatever it was, we had but, a common enemy. But we had a common enemy. Who can we have as a new common enemy? Nobody, nobody. That's the <laughs> what problem. What about the Belgians? <laughs> what if we just declare war on the Belgians? Martians. <laughs> Can't we just? We need something. Yeah. We right. need an outside enemy, Ferris. Let me ask we you. We all agree. On. We do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, remember it was the Olympics. It was that Russian uh, hockey team. That was yeah, such an remember amazing. Remember 1980. That was great. Yeah, I loved rooting, and then it was the Yankees right after that. <laughs> Just hate the Yankees. We all unified and attacked the Yankees. Um, you know this. Uh, there's a rumor today. This is uh, some car talk, Zuckerman. There's. Uh, I was on Drive. Uh, you know that site Drive.com. There's a. They, they have footage of a what they're calling or sus- they suspect is the Safari 911 production 911 992 no. going Please around no. the track. It is a hiked up 992 that has these, you know, if I had to guess, I don't like imagine you took a curved piece of styrofoam and put it inside the fender wells and it to disguise how raised up it is. Nerf balls. You know, and it's definitely subterfuge. It's they're trying to keep us from guessing what it is, but they're throwing it out there that it may be a Safari 911 production car. Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything that about that. That would be that. terrible. If you need that, just go buy an AMC Eagle from 1980. What a what a this whole notion of the 911 Safari car. It it has its very little slot. It's it's got a small slot. Yeah, well, maybe window. I don't know. It, it gets a lot of traction. And by who? the way, in this video, if you guys want to watch it, you should go check it out because it is just uh, you know dazzled Mercedes, dazzled Nile. It's they have so many new models flying around the Nurburgring right now. It was really cool, and you're going, "What is that? And where where does this? What is that AMG GT? What with what is it? Why does it have a wing?" I think that the car manufacturers are in for a little dark time right Maybe. now. Maybe people don't want to buy, and people would rather be in the, in the subscription program. Well, um, as behind me, I've got the nine nine two subscription car. I told them they said, uh, you know, what do you want to switch out to? And I said, you know, I love this car so much. I think I'm going to keep it for another month. Send me some choices, but it's so it's so great, right? You drove it for a week. Loved you it. loved it. Loved it. Moise, our mutual friend, uh, signed up, and he got a Cayenne Coupe on the Porsche Drive app, um, and he's over the moon. He said, this car is so amazing, but I know for sure I won't be, I won't be as, as excited in six months. He goes, it's perfect, and I can just switch to something else. <clears throat> the Drive app has been, you know, thanks to me and you and our launch, was a major success here in L.A. They have, uh, they, they called me with some data and they were like, uh, beyond, beyond Zuckerman, good job. We sold it. We're not, no, it, beyond what their expectations, that we were able to propel what's already a great program into another uh, stratosphere and uh, it was good news for them. Um, in any case, uh, there's that. <clears throat> 
before I bring these other guys out, what else did I want to bring up? Oh, the you know the iPhone 12 is always hilarious. This cycle of iPhones always makes me laugh. Now you're you're an Android guy, right? Yes. And I'm an iPhone guy. When when do you buy a new phone, Zuckman? What what makes you buy a new when phone? When it breaks, when when I get the white screen of death. <laughs> that's uh, it. Well, yes, that's it. And then it goes in the drawer with the with the Blackberries and and the Nokia flip phones. I keep a drawer of this shit, ancient really? phones, yeah. Why? I don't know. Um, so you have flip phones in there? I want to see this. Yeah. Why why don't you just trade them in or throw them away? I don't know. <clears throat> Because one day I think maybe I'm going to get download the pictures and I'm going to get the pictures out of there. Not that there's anything software compatible or I have any of the. Are cords. these the same pictures you send me? Will you talk into that mic? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm, I'm not in the mood I for your hectoring. I can't believe I'm not in the mood for your point, hectoring I have to today. To hold this up to oh, me, motherfucker! <laughs> Here, speaking of the devil, Moe's calling as if he doesn't know that at 11:35 on Monday I'm busy. <laughs> what does he think I'm doing? What does he think I'm doing? He's probably calling to say hello. Hey, uh, what's up? He's going to say, what's up? My mind is on <clears throat> fire, and he's retired. Um, well, someday I want to see this uh, this, this uh, drawer of phones. I think that's a waste, unfortunately. Of course it's a waste. I and always we- get caught up. Look, for me, the iPhone thing, I always go, oh, God, I don't need another iPhone. And then they sell you on some detail. This one is like the 5G. Like this 5G is going to change your life, right? I can't even, I'll tell you a second, I can't even get phone calls up at my house in the hills in Brentwood right now. But I'm like, 5G will fix that. And then I go and I get this new phone, which I'll probably end up doing. I get so excited. I set it up and I start using it. And then it doesn't feel different than the last phone. Mm. And I never learned my lesson. Consumer dissatisfaction. <clears throat> I never learned. I have an iPhone 10. I keep meaning to turn it on and start using it. And I haven't gotten around to it. An iPhone 10. <laughs> really? It's already too late, right? I have an iPhone, iPhone 4. No, you can still use it. My kids use iPhone 7s or something. Oh, okay, well, I have an iPhone. <clears throat> I just haven't decided to use it yet i wonder if you'd find it a little easier maybe not you're not a techie type I don't guy. give a shit about any of the this. whole I, apple idea is things are easier but it, just, but what you what would you would like is the camera and taking pictures of your cars I, I just want to be left alone i just want to <laughs> make some fucking money and drive an old car and be left alone this is classic and, zuckerman and because today already I, <clears throat> I came into the office, I had 350 emails, and I got people texting me, did you see the email? I got people emailing me, did you get my text? I've got everybody demanding instant response to the point of where it's debilitating, and I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. <clears throat> well, let's let move. Make let's money. go somewhere. I just want to make money and well, be left alone. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's uh, organize a heist. Yeah, steal some money. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, yeah, we'll talk about some other stuff later. All right, uh, TLG Auto. Yeah, Ad. our friend Marco Girassi. We like him. He has a place called TLG Auto, which is an in- independent Porsche service and restoration shop located in North Hollywood, California. They worked on Zuckerman's rally car and rallied it. They made a custom exhaust. They put in seats. They sourced all these rare parts. They took care of that. Remember that? Yeah. Took care of that car. Family owned and operated since 1978, now in its second generation. Known as air-cooled Porsche specialists, but we also service and maintain Porsche cars up to and including the 992. Interested in building long-term relationships with their clients, personalized service that is tailored to the clients and the car's needs. 
Listen, this is my favorite part about TLG. They will arrange transportation of your car to and from the shop, from your house, or wherever the hell you want, from storage. They will pick it up. They will fix it. They will deliver it back to you. All you got to do is pick up the phone. They do everything from oil changes and brake jobs to system diagnostics and engine or transmission rebuilds. I'll tell you what, from personal experience, they can build you a custom engine, custom exhaust. They can make your R Group A car. Groupy. 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 The R Guppy, they can build you a car. Marco is one of those guys. He's a savant about uh, Porsche and history. Not an idiot. Not an idiot. and can take you anywhere. Uh, The modern cars and into the hot rods. We love them. Uh, Just go to www.tlgauto.com. www.tlgauto.com. People always ask us where we get our cars fixed. www.tlgauto.com. And follow them at TLG underscore auto on Instagram. TLG underscore auto for some cool car pictures. Well, <clears throat> who should we play first, Zuckerman? Um, let's go with Robert Bollinger, who's our friend who's been on the show before. Uh, I believe he was on about a year ago mm-hmm. where he was talking about uh, this prototype. He'd just been at the LA Auto Show. Um and then he called up recently and said, guess what? I'm bringing the B1 out here. I said, would you drive it over to uh, Zuckerman's Hangar, which is uh, equidistant between me and you and where he was. And he drove it over there, and it was there in your hangar, Zuckerman. And I uh, tootled over with uh, my little uh, uh, recording equipment. I had a nice one-on-one session with Robert. We walked around the truck. We talked about... There were so many details I didn't know about this truck. We talked about panels. There's a really interesting moment about the electrical gauge and the charge and a little bit of psychology he plays with to help people feel comfortable with oh, an electric car. Like it's, you and your Zagato. It's really cool. No, well, I won't ruin the surprise. you got to listen to this interview. This is uh, Robert Bollinger talking about his baby, the B1. Hey, Robert. Hey. Thank you for showing up down here. This is exciting. This is exciting to see your truck, uh, to have heard about this for so long, and to now have it in the, uh, the, the, the hangar here where Zuckerman and I uh, record the podcast. Thank you for coming. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for having us. What are you guys doing in L.A.? Because w- we, we saw you out at the uh, Malibu Kitchen Cars and Coffee this past Sunday where there was a huge response. Uh, the Zero Labs guys were there with some sort of electric Bronco. Right. Um, wh- what are you here? What's going on? Yeah, uh, after being all cooped up this year like everyone else in the world, right, uh, it was a good chance to get the truck out and start having fun with it so uh chet our sales guy who's stationed here he said hey why don't we bring out the b1 so he lined up a few things so that was one of the events we're meeting with some investors uh we're taking out out this weekend for an event from the motoring club so lots of cool stuff so all safe and distance and everything of course and you you you, how do you get the truck out here do you pop it on a on a truck and ship it out by itself yeah we just pay some guy to drive it out (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like there goes my baby i hope is it exposed (laughs) on the highway no no it's all yeah it's all enclosed (laughs) but we did see it pulling up to here and took photos of it you know i'm i'm sitting across uh robert and i are sitting in the chairs here and and the uh, the uh B1 is right across from us. And for the first time, I'm seeing Cybertruck kind of design. I don't know if it's these lights or the lighting here. 
But, you know, I missed this at the L.A. Auto Show because it was just, you know, it was in a lobby. No, it was kind of in a middle the area. Stairs, yep. Here now, out in the real world, this thing really has a presence like like the Cybertruck. Like, no, it, it's different than anything on the road currently right now. And the right. Cybertruck isn't on the road right now. <laughs> you guys are. Um, am I correct in assuming this is the production model now? This is very close to that, so very okay. little has changed. We can go over exactly what's going to change, but it's basically the same thing. It's a little bit bigger, a little taller. The okay. windows are a little bit different. The grills are in different places, but it's it's still riveted. It's still flat panels. It still has exact. It look you wouldn't most people wouldn't know this the changes from this to production. Okay, and and so this is a, a PR event you're doing to show people, and 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 I know you mentioned to me some of the customers who put deposits down. You're going to bring the truck to them to have a look. Right, that's right. pretty cool. Yeah, that you're doing that, right? Apple's not doing that when you order an iPhone. I <laughs> say, hey, let us bring it to you. We got to watch their stupid videos. Right, the guy on the stage in the T-shirt telling us things we don't care about. You're 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 taking this out to one of your customers' ranches tomorrow in Malibu. Correct. Yeah, it, uh, he has a deposit on it, and he sent his uh, offered his place to uh, run it around a little bit. So that's great. Wow, so meet that him is so and cool. Have a few other people come join us. So he, this guy, puts a thousand dollars down on the idea of buying and a truck. And I'll show up. Right. And you show up across <laughs> the country from Michigan, right, right, right. and say, "Dude, let's drive it on your property." Exactly. Well, that's pretty sweet. Um, all right. So I remember back when you were on the show, uh, maybe a year or so ago, um, you were taking deposits, but today. Like, I just had my producing partner, John, down here, who's just killing me to see this truck for six months. And finally today, I said, come down early. And you, you were so kind to kind of take him around the truck and answer all his stupid questions. <laughs> he's going to get one of these, and you heard him. Now right. he's hooking me into it. Right, good, good. Now I'm getting hooked into this. Yep. A plan J, I guess we'll call this, because his name is John. Um, we put our deposit down on this today. How long before we get a truck? Our start of production is Q4 of next year, so okay. about a little over a year from now. Uh, and our so deliveries will start in 2022. Okay. Yeah. And and the, the the do you have a final cost for the truck? Yeah, both the B1 and B2 are 125,000 each. Uh, and uh, yep, that's our price point. It's realistic. Mm -hmm. You know, I was you know you talked about the Hummer a minute ago. I was glad to see they put out a realistic price on what a truck with so much in it you know, really costs to produce and sell. So that was a good sign. But uh, yep, 2022 is when we'll start shipping. Okay, take the, you know, uh, take the listeners through the differences between the B1 and the B2. First. B2 is the pickup truck. So you're looking at the SUV. Yep. We always call it SUT, sport utility truck, putting the truck back in there kind of thing. Just our, our own way of calling it. So it's the same truck from nose to C-pillar. And then the B2 just has the six-foot bed in the back too. So bigger uh -huh. wheelbase. And that uh, both now for production will be true body on frame. So now we'll also have a chassis cab version of the B2. So we'll, we'll be the only ones. We're the only ones making an all-electric all class three truck at all, right? And we'll definitely be the only ones making an all-electric chassis cab. So if you want a chassis cab to put your own work thing on the back, we're the only ones making anything remotely like that that's and electric. And who, who is your customer? The, on the B1, who are you aiming this at? Because, you know, it hit a bullseye with John. Right. Who lives in the suburbs of L.A. and has a family of five. <laughs> right, right. right. And, but, he, you know, he likes to off-road and he also, you know, has a place in Montana, right? That's it, exactly our, that your customer? That's our spot, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, Chet's been talking to, I've been talking to a lot of people who have put deposits down. We've met with a lot of them and they're, you know, they're 97% men. 
Right. Uh, they're 25% of them are in California. And uh, we, we're taking deposits around the world. So 85% are U.S. Depo- deposits. So mail, California, got some land, got has some money to, to spend mm-hmm. on this is exactly our, it's a, that's our customer. Battery packs. Talk, talk about the battery packs now and, and how much charge we get and how many miles we get from that charge and how that works. All right, cool. Yeah, so it's a big battery pack, 140 kilowatt hour pack. So it's really big. So it's a big part of the cost of the vehicle, obviously. What's great about us is that even though we're a small team and a startup and all this kind of stuff, we've developed our own battery pack. So it's our third generation already. And uh, it's, uh, what's great about it is the way we built it. It's, in, it's like in 35 kilowatt hour strings. So we can make any battery pack size in variations of 35 you know, steps. So we can do that for our whole commercial side that we have planned for the vehicles. We can make battery packs that are anywhere and our BMS works with all of them. So all that kind of stuff has been developed in house. So we could be a battery company just by ourselves. So that's very interesting, especially to investors. Right. But, um, for this truck, it's the 140 that we're developing, uh, at level two, it takes like, you know, seven to eight hours to charge overnight kind of thing. Most people with EVs, they don't go all the way down to zero and then come all the way back up. They're usually topping it off each night, right? Uh, 80, over 80% of all EV owners charge at home. So mm-hmm. you just kind of plug it in. Uh, a lot of people plug in at just level one, 110 volt, you know, and just because they just only use some each day. The range is probably gonna be more like 230 miles when we're done. So that'll cover, that covers 95% of the population, you know. There it is. Right. So, and what kind of weight do we have? The truck itself will probably come in around 6,200 pounds. Okay. And then it's a class three, so it'll hold 4,000 pounds above that. Uh, and then it's self-levels, so the, it's adjustable suspension, right? So it goes from 10 inches to 20 inches. Um, it, it's uh, highway height is 15 inches. And then if you put 4,000 pounds in it, which it can take no problem, it'll self-level and then you drive off. Wow. And it's adjustable suspension in the sense that whether you're driving with zero or 4,000 pounds in it, it'll feel the same way to you. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> You've got it hiked up right now and it takes on a whole different right? personality. Yeah, I love it. Like when I first came in, I went, oh, that's a... Uh a pretty hip hop Saturday night kind of getting around to the club <laughs> thing. And now I'm looking at it and it's got a military vibe to it. Right, like right. A, a black ops kind of military right. vibe. It's really a cool uh, thing with so many interesting design uh, differences that I've just not seen on other vehicles. Right. Let's say uh, you want to walk over there oh, yeah, and you sure, can show great. me some of this yep. stuff. Let me just pick up the pack and we'll walk over. Um, you know, the first thing I noticed about it were the windows on the driver's side reminded me of my Land Rover Series 2A. They slide back and forth. Right. <laughs> right. What's going on there? Yeah, we love those. However, for production, they're going to roll down windows. So Why, why are you changing that? Well, on the two-door, it, we, we, the door is really, really long. Mm-hmm. And so that sliding got out of your way nicely. On the four-door, all the doors are shorter, of course. And the window doesn't really get out of your way as much. So when we had it in Moab last year before the LA Auto Show, I was like getting a little annoyed with it. So I see. we're going I to see. roll down, which I love. It's still not electric. So it's, it's a roll down. So I love it. So it opened that whole thing up. Because the whole thing about the truck, right, is like put your phone down. We have no screens in there. Don't worry about being connected. Just go out and have fun. So to be able to roll down your windows or take the doors off, all that kind of stuff. You do so, whatever you want. So with there'll it. be no radio in it, no none of that oh, it stuff. Has that. Yeah, it'll have um Harman is doing our sound system, so it has a nice sound system. Oh, okay. It'll connect to your phone, it has heated seats, it has AC. Oh wow. And then that's and then the rest of the luxury like I 
kind of think of it as the luxury appointments to it are what you can do with it, right? Mm -hmm. It's two to three times more capable than any other truck. That's the luxury of it. It's like the power you have, right? Right. I'm noticing three windshield wipers. That's also changing to two because the new vehicle is a little bit taller. Right. So the ratio, that's all determined by regulations is how much viewing space. So we had to do three, but now with a taller windshield, it's two. Uh, the, the radiators that you see online that are in the body, they're now going behind the bumper because we only need one radiator. We and over thermalized. The radiator is cooling the battery? It's cooling battery, motors, inverters, a okay. bunch of stuff. So all EVs have radiators. They just usually like to hide them. I see. Um, ours, we expose heavily, but it'll be behind here because as that uh, true body on frame, we want to put the thermal with the chassis. These brackets on the front. Towing, snow yeah. plow? Yeah, you can do whatever. Yeah, it's a class three. You can hold any plow that's, that's out there. A, that's a class three bumper bracket? Is yeah. that what you're saying that is? <laughs> you can put anything out. That's for <clears throat> pulling your friend out in the Jeep who got stuck, right? Uh-huh. Really cool. What's this little square panel here off the passenger oh, door? Yeah. So on the, the other side. The size of a bathroom tile. On the, uh, <laughs> on the driver's side, it's the charging port. On okay. this side, it's two external outlets. So these are Oh, no kidding. So if you lock your truck... You say you're camping or whatever, and for some reason you want to lock it up, you can still plug in from outside. And you can have this. You can well, have wait, the, am I charging things off my truck? Am I running stuff you off You can run anything. This is a 110. We'll so have, I can plug my guitar amp into oh, that yeah. Yeah. And, and jam. Yeah, there's eight total. So you can go build no your own cabin in the middle of nowhere, or you can take your whole band with you and And, and this becomes your crazy. electricity, your electrical source. Yeah. That's really and clever. And we can have the electric on when the truck's not on. Yeah. And, and all that kind of stuff. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, I love and it's that. all bi-directional, which that mm -hmm. is, and then be able to connect the trucks in series is what we're working on as well. So, <clears throat> so in the back here, I love this view from the back forward for some reason. You got to open both. Yeah, go ahead, open guy. up the back. This is my favorite view, the back the, from the back looking forward because it's <clears throat> we've got front seats, uh, middle seats, and in between them little coffee tables. <laughs> Excuse me, with uh, like, like, what toolboxes. are those? Toolboxes. Yeah. So the toolboxes come but off. But it looks like I want to sit in there and have some drinks. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It looks kind of like a living room yeah, a little so bit. So what I don't like is seeing crap. So basically, right, uh, right. those toolboxes, you put all your stuff in there and close it so you don't see it, right? I agree. I, I don't totally like agree with shelves that. and pockets yes. and you can see the stuff hanging out. So we're like, we're not going to let you do that. Basically, but so now, we're going to give you toolboxes instead. Let me stick up for those folks who like the drink holders. Uh, uh, I, I don't care. Let me just be clear. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but they're going, well, well, Spike, Robert, if I put my drink on that table, it's going to slide off. <laughs> right, right, right. We <laughs> are going to have little indents in the final production, exactly. <laughs> and what, So those toolboxes come off, so if you want to go take your crap with you. But anyway, whatever's in there, but also the tables come out. So if you're camping or oh, sitting around, cool. you can go, go have your drinks on them over there. Yeah. Wow. And they're empty on the bottom, of course, to allow the... the 13-foot boards that the B1 Have holds. Have you thought about putting little pads now in this back area, like a Series 2A, you know, in those sideways seats? Yeah, I totally want to do that. It's completely against regulation. So <laughs> if someone puts a pad on there, it has nothing to do with us. But yeah. what? Well, tell me why. You have to have seat belts for everything. Right. So even our Well, I have, I have those little side seats, and I installed my own little seat belts oh, really? there, lap okay. belts. Yeah. yeah I mean, still it's about... not going to save anybody, right. but... Right. And those are before any vehicle before those regulations are grandfathered right. anyway, right? So But lap belts don't do the trick, right? No, no. No, yeah. Well it's a lot of work right. into seat belts, so yeah. Just, just don't tell my wife that, please. Right. She thinks everyone is safe when they so have belts. So more plugs back here. So again, you can carry, you know, twenty 
you know, 13 foot, 12 foot long mm-hmm. two by fours. You can carry 4,000 pounds of plywood to carry all your uh, tools and mm-hmm. go build your shack away from the. Let's uh, walk over to the driver's seat. This is exciting to get into the driver's seat. Door opens up nice. It's not a big step because we have it all the way up. That's okay. We're going to have a. Uh, this is why I work running out boards and stuff like that. You can the buy. Bollinger vehicles. Wow. Look at this. All right. Well, this looks like a Motolito steering wheel. But, but it's not, obviously, with the holes. What, where did the steering wheel come from? Uh, we had that made for us, so that's uh, a vendor you wouldn't necessarily know. But we It's had it beautiful. Made. It's yeah. really nice. I mean, again, I, I look around this cockpit, and I don't see much. I don't recognize much of anything. <laughs> Everything, it has a unique look, unlike any other vehicle I've driven, that has, <clears throat> I don't know, there's a homemade quality to it there's a craftsman quality to it there are unique design aspects like i'm looking at these pedals which are what what yeah would you call this surface yeah we milled those out of uh just a block of aluminum so those are just made in-house okay we found a vendor for them obviously for but they'll look like that yeah we wanted the screws exposed we wanted all customizable so for some reason you want to put more switches because you put a ton of accessories on it you can wire it behind yourself and have the switch right there. And you've got these old-fashioned, what kind of switches are these called? Yeah, those toggles. Yeah, we yeah. designed those toggles. It's really hard to get knurled tar- uh, toggles done like that for you, but we found someone. Uh, they're going to sit a little bit higher on the production one, and this will be a okay. flat. You know, little little changes, but uh, yeah, all all equal. They're all, most of them are momentary or, you know, one position, two position. So Yeah, light, very, <clears throat> very mechanical feel, and, you know, I love that it still has a key. Right. I am putting yep. a key into the to the dash here and turning it to start it. Um, did you consider not doing that? You know, with a Tesla, you get in, it knows you want the to drive. And all and that it, stuff, yeah. yeah. What, what's the decision making here? Yeah, I just wanted everything analog as much as possible. So right, right, you have the right. analog dials. This is our only um, LED screen, this uh, one right here. So that right. will tell you uh, your battery level you'll, and all that kind of stuff. So you'll be able to click through it, but, and you can also turn it off, which is great. Should so really, I click it on right sure, now? put your foot on the brake. Wow, so it just, boy, it turns on. I Click, love that. Clicking is to show, to tell the controls team everything's okay. So that's a, like an internal thing right now. So right now we're 76% full. That's great. We were just charging it last night. But you're, it already did something that I love with these cars the way that the uh, tack and the Speedo just went up and down really quickly, yeah. did a quick oh, test in back. sync. Let's see if it's got a reset. We got a reset motion. It is a prototype, <clears throat> and it's got. This is hilarious. But the, even when it's on, you don't hear anything. Until but the you, battery you start level, something. the battery level gauge is the old-fashioned gas gauge. Yep, yep. <laughs> it looks like a gas gauge. Yep. That is really so funny. Like, I feel like a lot of times the whole, um, you know, if you get me started on range anxiety, which is not yeah, really right, not really a thing to me. But anyway, I thought, well, if you take out this blaring number at you of how many miles you have left, and just put mm-hmm. a regular, you know. You know, gas gauge kind of look. You'll be like, oh, yeah, we're I'm conditioned. Well, wow, that's really smart. You're yeah. exactly right. We just took the pain, you know, the the concern out of it. We're used to this gas gauge. <laughs> you're yeah. exactly right. right. So when you get down a quarter, you're not panicking. You're yeah. just like, I need and to charge. And then this guy will say, when you're really close, you know, the LED one will come on and say, mm-hmm. if you're really down, it'll say charge now or right. charge soon, that kind of stuff. So we do have precautions in there, but that is a it's not really, screaming in your face. That's a really smart yeah. idea. That could be the smartest thing that you've done, Robert right. Bollinger, right there. <laughs> you played a little psych op on your right, customers. Right, right, and We went around the, the It'll issue. work. We went and, back and, to, and in the center here, this is my stereo? Yeah, that's uh, 
the way it looks now, but Harman's making us a whole new customized so Harman Carmen we're talking yeah. okay yeah so they have a whole new plate on there so it won't look like that it'll be like a nice beautiful square plate that our designer Hunter did and they're going to make for us so wow. it's going to be a great sound system when they first came to do some testing they're like okay it's all glass and aluminum here this yep. is going to be hard but they figured it out it's beautiful so and the and the uh, the roof here is always going to be glass. You can get it in metal or glass, and then all of the panels are the same size. So you can get like two glass, four metal, and switch them around. If you right. want, if you're tired of the sun in your face, you can put it in the back. Yeah, it's like being in a greenhouse. It's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when we had it in Moab in Colorado last <clears throat> year, it's just, it's insane. So. Well, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm terribly impressed, Robert. I love this thing. Um, when you come back, I want to drive it. I, cool. I want to. I, I want to drive. Maybe I'll be a customer. You come to my house. All right, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, as soon we'll as I see it, we'll your take, deposit come in, I'll, I'll make arrangements with you. The deposit will be in this week. You're going to see it, and then uh, we'll do the farmers market test <laughs> here in Brentwood. How many carrots? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Best of luck if you guys are interested in uh, putting deposit down right now. You go to Bollinger.com. BollingerMotors.com. BollingerMotors.com. It's a thousand dollars. You need one. You need one. Pretty good. Right, Zuckerman? What a great interview. And I know you didn't hear it, so I'm going to tell you right now. Here's what he did. So because people have range anxiety, he made an electrical gauge that looks like a fuel gauge. Oh, Isn't that cool? Smart. So it goes full and down to empty, and you don't panic because it doesn't say a percentage of how much electric you have, all right? Um, interesting truck and lots of interest. Uh, you know, our mutual friend John, my production partner, came down to look at the truck and is uh, interested in ordering one. And uh, you can put a deposit down on it for a 1000 bucks right now and get one. Um, <clears throat> now, coincidentally, one of their big competitors, or maybe they look at it the other way around, GMC suddenly decides to rebrand the Hummer Come on. as not a big polluting diesel black smoke motherfucker of a truck. Belching horrible school bus. <laughs> Belching <laughs> earth-killing spew into the atmosphere. Blocking our view of the stars. They say, you know what? We're going to throw that away. We're going to rebrand this thing as an all-electric truck that does 0 to 60 in 3 seconds. And costs only $110,000, Zuckerman. Wow. And then they put this white stormtrooper creature of, uh, of an electric EV, 4x4, on a truck, and they sent it down to my offices, Santa Monica Airport, coincidentally. It wasn't about me. It just happened to be down across the way at the Barker Hangar. So uh, in the middle of my workday, I tootled across Santa Monica Airport runway and into the hangar to talk to... Um, Shauna, Shauna Sichi, um, who grew up here on the West Coast. She's the West Coast Communication Director. And she, it was great, Zuckerman. This thing was sitting in the middle of the Barker hangar, right? It was a gigantic hangar fit for, you know, you could put two B-1 bombers in there, right? And smack dab in the center is this new uh, Hummer EV. And it was just me and her. And we socially distanced, but walked around. And she told me uh, about this truck and again, another another uh, electric EV 4x4 that really impressed me. Isn't it interesting that this whole world is suddenly happening at the same time? Electric Unbelievable. Electric EV 4x4 is coming out of nowhere. We but haven't then, even got to the Ford F, uh, F-150. So, Ferrison, riddle me this. Are we going to be in an all-electric world before we die? I think so. 
Okay, so what's so horrifying if Joe Biden says we're going to move away from our reliance upon Ah, that's just a talking point. That's already happened, don't you think? Yeah, exactly. That's what this this is about. It's already happened. It's already happened. Anyway, uh, here's Shauna and the new uh, GMC Hummer EV. All right, here we are with Shauna. We're in the Barker hangar. Uh, Bob Barker hangar. You know they have the People's Choice Awards here. Were I you did aware not of that? know that. I they did have not. all sorts of things. Casino nights. They have car auctions. But today is a very special day because we have the GMC Hummer EV. Thank you for inviting me yeah, here, Shauna. Yeah, glad to have you. Thanks Where are you for from? being with us. I'm a Southern California native, so this is oh, uh, this vehicle makes sense for for me to go have some fun in the you know the mountains close by the beach wherever we want to take it big sir let me ask open you this. outdoors what is your job title i'm west coast communication for general motors all right well let's get you communicating um i somehow i missed this whole announcement huh. of this uh electric truck i love uh, what you're doing that you know the hummer was generally considered the kind of diesel oil burning uh hillbilly uh, truck in a, and my friends who own them are that way like they race Baja and they you know they love getting four miles to the galley and GMC decides to rebrand and make the Hummer an all-electric EV and here it is here it is first question when do they go on sale do you know yes um, they are will be going into production the end of 2021 and will be available early 2022 this is okay. a 22 model year and is this uh, the one and only prototype this is the one and only prototype so what people have seen uh, with the reveal and all that this this bad boy came over to us special for for socal so we're really excited to have it with us well i'm looking at it right now it's absolutely gorgeous i just watched um you have a little bit of promo video uh-huh. on Twitter uh-huh. and I watched it to prepare but what happened when I watched the video is I got really excited about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're I, not going to get mad hearing that. <laughs> there were so many things about it that excited me including yep. extinguishing this diesel burning image and making this a clean energy truck but crab mode which we'll get into yeah. I lost my mind when I, I saw I, that. I also lost my mind. It's uh we had somebody here trying to earlier trying to actually do a crab walk and it gave me <laughs> it gave me a good chuckle but yeah Our, it's a, it's a very cool fe- feature and for you know a person that would be you know off-roading and, and getting themselves into a situation where that that feature would become very important for them it's it's right. cool and we're it looks gonna, cool. We're going to get to that. But first, pitch us on this truck. What is this electric truck uh, for, and who is it for, and what are we going to do with it? Yeah, so, you know, when GM is all about, you know, working toward the future, right, Mm -hmm. zero emissions, and when you're considering a vehicle that you need to be capable, but, you know, technology advanced and have all those bells and whistles, it made sense that we moved into the space with the Hummer EV. It's got, you know, a ton of brand recognition in a way now people will completely shift their perspective of, of the of the Hummer EV and you know the fact that it goes zero to 60 in three seconds and it's got all these I was stunned by that yeah I mean zero to 60 in three seconds yep mm -hmm. and all these great features like we just you know talked a little bit Mm -hmm. about crab mode but then it has um, the Watts to Freedom mode where that is really what it takes you from zero to 60 in three seconds and and just really the understanding of what um you know the simplicity of charging a vehicle and the fact that it is a 350 mile range on it that you know for a person again living in southern california you could you could conquer quite a bit of of territory and and 
you know, different environments in a vehicle like this. It's got the uh, four open roof panels, and so, you know, getting to see the stars or the trees in Big Sur. Um, we're really excited about what this customer, you know, whether they're a, a serious off-roader or they are, you know, an on-roader, but they still want to have all those tech capabilities and, and everything that goes along with it. Um, it isn't just about necessarily the, the capabilities of the truck itself as far as, um, you know, batteries and, and the, the range that it provides. But we had some cool, you know, I think very, very in-depth design uh, aspects to this vehicle that really set it apart and make it super cool. There's well, a, me, lot, of, let me ask a lot of nuggets about in there. Because you just threw out a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Zero to 60 in three seconds. Mm -hmm. Is that going to stay or do we not know yet? Uh, that is going to be on the EV1 and that is where this is the launch vehicle. This is the launch vehicle. Yes, so this is the, the first. The fir this is the first edition of the Hummer EV. Is the and the edition one? Okay, so these stats are the stats that will be the uh, be with the vehicle when it's launched in twenty twenty two. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, there's a super fast charge time too. I thought I remembered seeing something about it charging in ten minutes and getting a hundred miles of range. That is true. That is true. On what kind of uh, yeah, charger? Yeah, it's an eight hundred volt. And the, on the DC fast charge. Wow. So when you consider, again, where you're taking it, yep. right? Like, that's that's quick. That's almost no time. Right. And then, you know, beyond just the, the you know, the length and the range that you get, uh, there's, there's some other really cool features. Like, we've added Super Cruise, which is our hands-free driver's technology. And that's, that's mapped for over 200,000 roads in North America. So um, that's, again, another really exciting feature that we were excited to put on to wow. the Hummer EV. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's considered, you know, I look at it, I, I was most impressed with the electronic off-road uh, <laughs> driving right. of the video right. that the suspension goes up six inches mm -hmm. and it looks and it was uh, it was rock crawling um, yes the crab crawling just so you guys know it's the the ability of the truck when you're going through a sh uh, tight passage for the truck to move sideways laterally that the both wheels front and back turn in the same direction and kind of scoot you to the right and scoot you to the left. Right. That was really cool. Yeah. I had not seen anything like yeah. that before. And then, the, and then the extract <laughs> mode, so you can see right there, they've got those yep. giant air canisters that actually will raise the suspension six inches, like you said. So if you're in a situation where, you know, you need to be lifted to in order, and, mm -hmm. and you'd be able to tell that, right? Because, uh, again, along with the vehicle like this, um, you have to have all the technology that pr would protect the battery underneath, right? So there are underneath cameras, um, and they will, you know, show you what's going on down there. I saw so them, then yeah. you say, "Oh, it looks like I need to uh, use my extract mode to get over this um, certain set of rocks or whatever." Well, you're going to be able to get over luck because those look like gigantic wheels. <laughs> what size are those? Thirty. Those are thirty-five. Thirty-five. They do have available thirty-seven. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here, come on, let's walk this way. That's a big-ass wheel. Yeah. I wasn't sure they made 35s. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it does have quite wow. a presence, and and again, it looks beautiful from the front here. Yeah, I mean, God, what a beautiful truck! You know, these are just going to be all over suburbia, though. I mean, it, it can go off road, but you know, the LA is going to eat this thing up. Yeah, what, I mean, what a truck! That that's I think the beauty of you know the 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 various customers. I happen to be like pretty tethered to a lot of the mm -hmm. surf community and they're excited about this not just about the <laughs> capability but the fact that it's you know surfers care about the environment yeah. they're looking toward the future and not you know wanting to have a zero emissions vehicle can a surfer afford this what it, what oh, do these costs um, i mean 
Yeah. Well, they, I can tell I you what Kelly they cost. I know Kelly Slater can. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of them. Yeah. These started 112595 That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we consider what you're getting as far as like the tech and the capability. Um, and again, if you go to the the roof panels that they come off quite easily they're the four panels they can get stored in the in the front trunk I up here that. at the front that's so, amazing yeah. tell me about the front of the truck here um i mean do we this, even call this it a actually, truck what do we call this an ev is that yes what? it's the hummer hummer ev we can call it We're an, gonna EV, call it an EV. but they this actually opens up so you can store the panels yep. in there and then the the lights themselves and i can do they can do the party trick but you guys can't see the party trick i, I uh, saw some of them it, it, it was the winking light, at me the a charging minute ref- is actually shown in the lights oh, here wow. on the front as it's charging and then in the rear as well so how much battery you've got charged so like the yeah. h and the m yeah U and, the and m. as it's charging it <laughs> will, go, it will kind have, of roll through i see so i still have an mer to go when i'm charging <laughs> it right so you know how much yeah that's really useful yeah and uh, we can go kind of check out the inside well let's walk i just want to walk around I love the planes taking off here. Isn't this airport great? Um, it's actually really useful to be walking up to your, your vehicle and knowing how much charge it has. I mean, a lot of EVs have apps and you can check the app, but right. nobody does that. I well, usually wait till I get in our car to look to see how well we did. Yeah. You're saying I can just look at it. Well, and in addition to the app that like, I think one of the, the things that people are learning is through those, that, that app and that technology is, is teaching you to be um, a smarter driver, to, to learn your battery and to, right. to you just really feel like you've got, I mean, with a 350 mile range, no one should ever feel like they've got <laughs> any type of range anxiety, yeah, that's but huge. it is Here, good to have that, that technology the and that information. And then, you know, you've, you've got all these really tiny, cool little, like this H, H yeah. lighting and then. And here you can see some of the, the cool God, it's Hummer stunning. logo right here. And it really is a stunning vehicle. Yeah, I think yeah. you guys have nailed it here. Got a little, got a little bit of this uh, to match this back here. Oh, yeah. Not, not, not too bad. Now, what is that? Is that supposed to be the flag? Mm-hmm. The U.S. flag? Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's really cool. All right, show me what you got. You want me to go in there, or do you? Uh, we're um, trying to we're we'll trying keep, to observe we'll social out, we'll distancing. We'll keep outside. Yeah, okay. we'll keep outside, but we can speak to some of the. So okay. you've got cli- you can see the two screens in here. You've got yep. the different modes that are on that are in the the middle infotainment system. So mm-hmm. again, that's very smart. It's it's the graphics are incredible, um, and then you know obviously all your your driver technology here. They've got some really cool. Uh, design features. Just keep that mic right on your they, mouth, right on your mouth, just like that. When they, the design team is, you know, kind of coming up with this, there's this like this. I would say like it's like a lunar influence. Yeah. So they have um, this uh, m- map right here, this like topography of uh, of the moon, which is pretty oh, interesting. Oh yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. So that's a speaker grill a, that's got topography of a, the moon. Uh huh. And this is a, uh, a Neil Armstrong uh, moon boot right here. What do you mean? You just this lifted up the floor mat. Yeah, but that doesn't, that's, this isn't here all the time. This is here to protect it for now. Oh, wow. Look at that. So there, there, and then throughout the vehicle, there's kind of subtle, there's cool things. There's some ad- additional storage in the mm-hmm. seats back here, which, you know, in addition to having the actual bed of the truck and the front, this is, you know, there's, there's plenty of places to put stuff. So. And what happens on the center screen? What do we get to do there? You control everything through there. I mean, this is like driver information as far as like off, like the different modes that you can mm-hmm. go through. But then it has all the the regular technology that a you know a, a truck driver would want to be able to see through like trailering and all that stuff as well. Charging ports, just the one here off the yep, corner, right here. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
And what, why the decision to put it down here toward the back? I, d I don't have the answer That's to that. That's an engineering question, Spike. I told <laughs> yep, you yep, I'm not already, answering engineering I questions. I told you. I know. I just wanted to ask and one. And then if we want, we can open up the uh, sure. the, the multi-pro tailgate. And I can speak to yeah, that Yeah, do that. Bit. Let's do that. Let me, uh, let me have these guys open up the... Do you want to open up the tailgate? So this is our... It, it launched on the GMC Sierra, and it's our... GMC Multi-Pro tailgate, and essentially it's a six-way tailgate configuration. So wow. if you are looking for, oh gosh, there are so many. We've, we've now having this, this feature in our vehicles for two years now, we've really seen case use, um, you know, when you're loading dirt bikes. That's right, been a, right. a huge thing, I think. Um, when you, it, you can lay it flat, hold a, like a, a load of wood if it were to right. be sliding out. This is actually pretty cool if you want to talk about a party trick. It's not in there right now, but they have available um, speakers. kicker speakers. So yeah. they're Bluetooth. And if you're like a true tailgater, this is this is a fun feature. Yeah, it opens up into a step that's also yeah. can be used yeah. for anything. I'm, well, a, it, I'm a person that, that my music great. follows me everywhere I go. So people look, <laughs> look to me for that. So this, this actually is a very fun feature. What kind of music do you like? Um, you know, I can go a little bit of everywhere as long as it's good. That's not specific enough. That isn't specific. <laughs> what music? What music followed you here today? Uh, <laughs> I actually was listening to classic rock on on my oh, way here. So, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. This is a very classic rock vehicle, <laughs> and you surf as well. I have surfed. I don't regularly surf. Wow, I, you're exactly right about I'm, the surf community. I, you know. I get the feeling I'm going to see these everywhere. Do they have a color palette yet for the this vehicles? Is the, or? This is the color way for the first edition. For the first mm -hmm, editions, right. Mm -hmm. Are they going to get that first edition out, I hope? I know, like with the Jeep Gladiator, they had a little issue with the first editions, and all the other ones came out, and then the first no, editions we're, were the we're last editions. We're on track editions. to deliver everything as, as, as you know, we've talked about. And, th and this has been, you know, a, like a very quick and exciting project, right. but it's really been cool to see people from all across the different, you know, areas of GM just coming together to make this thing as yeah. amazing. The, the back window here goes down, which I think we forgot to, to touch on too, which is pretty That's cool. That's great. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to have it on the West Coast. I'm, I'm particularly excited about it. And then where does it go from here? It well, tours? it's going to do a little tour. Okay. It's, it'll be in my very good hands. Um, it's going to go down to Orange County, and, um, and then it will be just a brief stop in San Diego and then we'll go up to San Francisco. Okay. And then it will go back to Detroit where it was made. Uh-huh. Factory one over there. And that'll be Detroit, it. Detroit, Michigan. Because I guess there are no car shows anymore, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, for the time being anyways. Right, but right. it's been it's been good to have, you know, some some eyeballs on it out here. And I think the the response to the reveal and having it be, you know, the time it was, people really liked the the, the video itself, the yeah. music. I've been hearing a lot of really good feedback about that. So that's no, been great. No, it's a beautiful truck. You know, it's it's not the cyber truck, which makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks real, and it looks like you guys are really going to make it. And we are it, really going to make it. And the funny, the price point, you know, with these other electric trucks that are coming out, it's affordable. It also just seems like the most together, at least exterior styling-wise, that I've seen of any of them, right? I mean, uh, when when can we uh, place our orders for this? You can place your orders at gmc.com. How can, does that work? What kind of deposit do you well, guys? There's a there's a wait list, but there's a, it's a hundred dollar deposit for the first round of the the edition one. And so, how many are you going to make? As many as you can? Do you know? Um, I don't have the answer to that, but I can tell you there's there's now 
several thousand people on the wait list. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be busy. <laughs> All right. Now, just a question about torque and how it applies to the wheel. Just joking. I'm just going to try to give you one quick engineering. How, how are those wheels engineered? Um, I knew I was going to like you, Spike. Shauna. <laughs> That was fun. You gave us all the information we need. I mean, uh, this is just the beginning for this thing. It and is. It's and quite it's beautiful. Follow, follow us on the journey. We're excited. Yeah, it's a beautiful truck. You know, I was a little skeptical. Um, and then I watched your video. You guys can check it out on Twitter or anywhere else where they posted it. They put a great uh, presentational video on it. It was really actually well produced, I thought. I um, thought so as well. It, and, it, and that full video is on gmc.com yeah so they did a good job with it i was impressed with it but i was also then just impressed with the truck and everything you're saying about it so good job well that's nice to hear yes thank you i'm come glad you got and, to see it in come the back flesh. and see us sometime <laughs> all right and there you have it zuckerman our electric 4x4 show with uh, two at least of the uh, electric 4x4s I don't know. They're both beautiful in different ways right the bollinger uh, a little more homemade a little more badass looking and the uh, the crab walking Hummer EV. Did you understand what happened in that interview? The crab walk, what it does. Mm -hmm. Like you're rock crawling, and there's crab walking mode that will all the wheels turn in the same direction and can take the car sideways and then forward. Is it? Can you park that way? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. This is like some old 1920s uh, game. Yeah, thing. that's a really good usage for that. Right. You just forget parallel parking. You crab it into this parking spot let's just let's just hope for your sake the crab walk kicks in at 70 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> i can just crab walk over to the ladies on the sidewalk yeah. yeah and you'll make some money anyway that's our show for today um as always we love you guys hang in there i know the news is all depressing but uh, we're going to get through this together. We're going to keep driving. We're going to keep chatting. We're going to keep having fun. Follow me on Instagram at Spike Ferrison. I'm happy to talk back to you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to Spike's Car Radio. And if you like us, write us a nice review. And if you hate us, don't. <laughs> I like the people that hate us. They're Particularly the, best. the people that hate you. Yeah, no, we welcome all of you. Even if you hate us and you don't like the way our opinions, that's fine. We welcome you all. We're bringing everybody together here on Spike's Car Radio. And if you've been injured uh, in a uh, banana peel accident <laughs> or a crab walking GMC Hummer accident that flips, <clears throat> call me up. Call up Zuckerman because he's best. he's the only name here in L.A. that I know of that is uh, making people money by winning. You know what I do, Spike? I'm going to shake that guy. I'm going to hang him out a window and shake the money right into your bank account. He's going to pay for what he did. Upside down. I'm oh. going <laughs> to shake him upside down. I'm going to drop him on his head and then I'm going to step on the remains. I think the line was, <laughs> I will strangle him with my mind until he pays. <laughs> and that's the guy you want representing you if you've come to harm against these horrible insurance companies uh thank you to hodinky and thank you to tlg motors we'll see you next week on spikes car radio thanks for listening to spikes car radio brought to you by hangar 56 listen to new episodes every wednesday and be sure to subscribe on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts